Yo, what's up? Welcome to another episode of Demo Listen. I'm Gray. I'm joined as always by my co-host Nathan. We do a very simple podcast in which we listen to punk, hardcore, metal, and adjacent forms of music that people send in to us. It's typically our first time hearing the releases in question, and we honestly react to whatever it is that we're hearing. Sometimes we like stuff, sometimes we don't, but we uh, are not striving to be professional critics or tastemakers or make objective value judgments. We're just two dummies in a basement. Even if we don't like something, we encourage you to support the things you do like by purchasing records and seeing bands, buying merch, doing all that good shit. The format of the show is also very simple. We roll some dice and randomly select usually between five and seven bands per episode to listen to. Everything is uh, listener submitted, and that is all there is to it. If you want to submit music to the podcast, it is demolistenpodcast at gmail.com. Just make sure that your uh, submission is a year or less old from the time of submission. That's uh, that's it. That's all the it's all the critical information up top. It's like uh, did you want to get any anything else uh, out of the way up top? Any I, in, unless you got something that you want to you want to tackle well, I'm just right saying, away. Like there's always like other things you're like oh, you know I have done this for a while or I keep talking about how I want to do this up front. Is there anything else you want to get out of the way up front? No, not right now. Okay, I think I'm good. All right. Uh, I I was gonna say like um, what was I gonna say? Oh yeah, I was gonna say like when I. Whenever I recite that intro, because yeah. I never wrote it down anywhere, I just kind of started doing it, uh, and I always just kind of approximate like the closest thing. But I think I get fairly close in terms of recreating the word order and cadence and everything on a week to week basis. And it's not a script or anything. I think I just go I go into like a fugue state where I'm, kind like, of, I'm accessing I, like a, a memory. <laughs> I, I can't see your screen, but I always thought you were just reading something. No, I don't have anything on my screen. I just started saying it, and then I kept saying it one way over and over okay. again, and now it's just embedded in my memory. It'll probably be reciting in my head as I fucking fade. Your last absurd yeah. thought. <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Many years after you're long dead right. or disappeared into the woods somewhere right. and no right. one even and, remembers and, and, this and, podcast. And, as, your, as your final neurons are shutting down for the... It's 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 the series end, right? Yeah, that's the last thought that comes through your head. Yeah, for sure. So I I was just gonna say we uh, we saw uh, Algara last night from oh, Spain. Really good, really fucking good. We listened to him on the show, and I think we we didn't give him like the most glowing review. We didn't say it was bad. We were just yeah, like, I think we're just kind of we were like, yeah, this is pretty good. You know, I'd like to hear more of this and to kind of like hear mm -hmm. the the song in the context of the full record. Live, it was very, very good. I, yeah. I, I picked up an LP from them. We'll definitely revisit it now that I've seen them live. Uh, I think it provided a lot of necessary context for the music. Uh, the live drums helped a lot too. It sounded a lot like, in, in my approximation anyway, like Crisis and that era of like really, really energetic post-punk stuff. Maybe like the Warsaw stuff before they became Joy Division. Mm -hmm. Really, really good, energetic, and super, super leftist uh like political post-punk stuff, which is also also in the tradition of like crisis and shit. Yeah, perfect example. You see a band live and you kind of rethink, you know, for you sure. have a connection to it. It makes sense suddenly. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Also seemed like really rad dudes. Mm -hmm. um, Chatted with them a bit. Vocalists dancing all over the place. Good stage presence. Also very evocative of, uh, of Ian Curtis from Joy Division. Definitely yeah. pulling some Ian Curtis moves there. So yes, super, super good. Uh, speaking of European shit, uh, that band, uh, Perso that we had on the, on the show, mm -hmm. uh, heard from them. They thanked us for the kind words about their band and, uh, they sing in Portuguese because the vocalist is indeed Brazilian. There you go. So he, he messaged us Makes and sense. let me know, Hey, we sing in Portuguese cause that's my native tongue. So, okay. uh, so that guy speaks presumably Portuguese, also Scandinavian languages and English. So once again, better than me. Once again, proving just how stupid and knuckle dragging we are. Yeah, I can't even figure out how to pronounce your band's name, and I'm oh, why, hey, why are you hey, speaking in Portuguese? When, 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 when you literally 
hold the world under thrall, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. With, if not the overt exercise of at least the subtle implication of an iron fist. Yeah. Talk however you fucking want. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Right? Yeah, for sure. The fuck do I need to learn your language for? Yeah, absolutely. We got nukes. That's right. We got nukes. <laughs> Shit, you know how much money we spend in the military? We spend so much money in the military that we don't have anything to spend on anything else in this fucking country. Yeah. But you know what? Shit hits the fan. Sure. We're going to be the ones throwing it. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> so so uh, an, another quick another quick hit point that I, I, so I picked up, I went to our buddy Morrison's records shop the other day because he, uh, he cohabitates that space with like uh, some vintage resellers that my girl and I know and work with on occasion. And uh, we owed them like some posters and I think Zabin was buying something from them. And uh, so I flipped through the seven inches and there was an Envy 7-inch there in there, not the Japanese band, but the Buffalo, the 90s Buffalo Straight Edge hardcore band. And, sure. of course, I picked it up because, as mostly documented on the Patreon episodes, but uh, also I speak about it here, I have I have some sort of weird obsession with being an archivist of that kind of thing mm-hmm. because truly no living human cares about it. It's not like it's a good 7 No, it's a bad 7-inch, pretty much. I mean, I like it, but it's not good. Right. Uh, and so I, I picked those up. I picked pick that kind of stuff up whenever I see it. If I see collegiate block letters and fat black X's and a crowd shot on the back and it's $10 or under, I buy it every single time, no matter what. Right. Uh, so uh, it's a bad seven inch. I already knew that before I purchased it. I had heard it before. It's pretty boilerplate, like mid nineties, straight edge youth crew adjacent stuff with kind of heavier dance parts, like face value inspired moshy dance parts. Mm-hmm. But the drumming on it is the highlight because you wouldn't know anything was wrong until you get to the fast parts, at which point it, it literally sounds like the dude is making up what he thinks a fast hardcore drum beat should sound like with no reference points at all. And he's hitting the bass drum. It's like he's trying to play a D beat, but he can't and he doesn't really understand. So he's hitting the bass drum in the snare almost at exactly the same time. So it's he's literally just going like, but not like not like you would imagine it. Like it's not like a scissor one, two beat. Yeah, you just have to listen to it. It's a little out of sync in, I mean, all, in it's, every direction. It's psychotic, yeah. right? But listening to it again, revisiting it for the first time in a long time since, you know, I had downloaded it on Mediafire a decade plus ago. Sure. Um, one thing that struck me about how bad that drumming was and is is like... We do occasionally have very amateurish bands on this show, particular, particularly bands that veer younger. But that sort of thing is something that I rarely come up against kind of in the wild anymore. It's just like so people just guessing at how to do it because you have access to so many reference points at right. any given time. I mean, you right. can literally, you can YouTube like how to play a D beat and there's a dude showing you how to do it, right? Irritatingly. Irritatingly, yes, sure. And it really bummed me out that like we've kind of lived to witness like the death of rank amateurism in more broadly. There's still some of it out there, but like the death of rank amateurism in hardcore. I wonder if it's one of the reasons why like innovation is kind of dead. Sure. You yeah. know what I mean? Right. Like, there's just you can't st- it's harder to stumble into things. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. And like that's a bad innovation, like that beat. But nevertheless, but I like it, yeah. and it, and it's why I remember that seven inch uh, above any of the bullshit that it you know that it, it coexisted with is just because of how stupid the drums sound. And I love that about that record, and it's it is a standout feature of it. And like, why well, posted a picture of it, and 
every like old head dude that like was there for that kind of stuff was like, oh man, the drums on that record are ungodly bad. You know, it's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. it's unbelievable how bad the drumming is. And uh, it bums me out that like, we don't really get that anymore. Cause you can revisit records from the nineties specifically, I think is mm -hmm. like uh, an era that was rife with that sort of thing. And there's so many instances of that either. Like we've talked about often, like the recording quality of 90s stuff and how it's, it's uniquely amateurish in a way that's like very pleasing to my ears mm -hmm. or shit like that. Just horrible drumming or whatever it is, or people trying to do like, you know, twizzy little metal parts when they definitely couldn't do that. Right. Right. And there's so much less of that in, in hardcore punk today. And uh, as I was revisiting that seven inch, I was just kind of mourning the loss of that. I feel like there are a lot of people come out the gate real pro or at the very least they know what they want to do and it, it's easy to figure out how to do it, you know? Yeah, it kind of cuts both ways. You For know? sure, yeah. You get a ton of good stuff. Yes. Or at least, but you also, I, we, both, we both acknowledge that I like shitty music almost as much as I like good music. Absolutely. Yeah, right. for, for different sure. reasons. Different reasons, but I love it. But I love it. Yeah, for sure. Right. So my last, like, my last point, which is also kind of, it's about backwards facing stuff, but in a, in a less jovial sort of warm feelings sort of way. Are we gonna get serious here? I'm not gonna get serious at all. No, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go into my hater bag in a way that I kind of try to avoid on this oh, show because no. we hate it. We stir up some shit. We hate on stuff on this show, but it's usually with the sort of. Uh, it's with like the pretext in place, like, hey, we're dummies. This is just our opinion about music. It's fully subjective. Like what you like. Right. I'm just going to go out here and say that I think Furnace Fest, and you ultimately get to. I have no idea what Furnace Fest is. Well, Furnace Fest existed back in the day, and they revived it maybe last year, I want to say. And is, it, is it associated with Ringworm? No, no. It's not the human Furnace Fest. <laughs> Uh, so I'm just going to go on record here and say it's the gayest thing in, in the world right now, at least in the world of, of quote unquote subculture. Uh, and I kind of hated on it last year because like, it's very much like a, a weekender for like, uh, alt dads who want to go back and, and revisit their glory days. I'm and looking like, at the lineup. There are some cool bands on it and some contemporary bands, but it's, it's headed up. Like one of the guys who's organizing it is like an A&R dude for tooth and nail records, mm. which was, you know, the Christian sure. hardcore label. Right. Right. And <laughs> right. And there's a lot of those bands right. on the fest, like sure. shit that is super bizarro world type of shit, like Maylene and the sons of disaster. Well, uh, you know, like under oath adjacent type of stuff, really polished Christian metalcore and pop punk and, and shit like that. So already it has my ire just for being like sure. Christian and associated with a Christian label, like sure. the biggest Christian hardcore label ever probably. And uh, this year, like I hated on it last year cause they had like, you know, craft beer companies there that had like beers that were like jokes about not being straight edge anymore. And well, like, this year it's sponsored by Liquid Death. It is sponsored by Liquid Death. I think also the Cheesecake Factory is maybe a sponsor this year, like an investor. And uh, I like broke my silence on it recently because I saw that they were giving out free NFTs uh, to anybody who entered. Okay. So you get a free NFT with your ticket. And, uh, and then you can also purchase the more high end NFT, you know, uh, uh, to, to signify your, 
your time you spent were there, there. Man. You were there, and you've got the fake, the digital file to prove right. it. Look that, at this original piece of art that right. Right, I own. Yes, yeah, so that I can screenshot, that I can copy paste right. in in perpetuity, and then I own it. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know, I said something about it, and uh, and then some guy who was organizing it was like, "What's your beef with this?" And I was like, "Well." If you want to know my beef, uh, I'll tell you. And it's kind of pertinent to something that we talked about recently, like specifically as pertains to turnstile. And I talked about it uh, referencing like Bad Brains back in the day, which is that I think it's possible once you become a successful band who is aspiring to coexist in like pop or rock spaces, it's not not only possible, but fully acceptable to be a band that came from hardcore and was inspired by it and continues to play a music, a a style of music that is sonically informed by it, but it becomes a a distinct thing. Mm -hmm. And that's fine. I'm not taking any shots at that. It is fully fine. But I think when you get into this space where like fests are being sponsored by the Cheesecake Factory and you're doing like NFTs and shit like that, I think the only time that I kind of retreat into my teenage sort of like that's not real that's an affront bag is when that kind of stuff happens in a way that where it masquerades as like subculture yeah but you know i feel that i i kind of i kind of feel that sure here's my point yeah my point of view anymore i'm because i'm like looking at the lineup right now right yeah um there's a few here that i recognize Mm -hmm. right yeah, I think Culture is playing it, or or Morning Again, one of those two bands that um, Damien is in, in, who who I know listens to the podcast and shit. Yeah, but like Avail, right? Sure, yeah, Avail's playing it. Yeah, um, like on, on Sunday, right? The headliners: Mastodon, Descendants. Yep. Story so far, who the fuck's that? Pop punk band. I don't know. Yep. In Flames, Periphery, American Nightmare. Who gives a shit? Sure. Avail. Yeah. Right. All right. Hey. One of my favorites from. Sure. 15 years ago. Right. Still one of my favorites, but I just, over the James, after that, I'm done. Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> um, and even then, I think it's like a, a very time and place band. Sure. You know what I mean? Sure, sure. Uh, the rest of the bands that are sort of like on there, you know, it's the only, you know, lag wagon. Sure. All right. <laughs> yeah. Sick of it all. Right. And then right. you've got bands that I, you, you could be making them up. Right. I don't, I don't know. Sure. Right. Um, second day, headliners, sunny day real estate. Mm-hmm. Gives a shit. Manchester Orchestra, whatever. Mannheim Steamroller. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> right? Sure, yeah. The Ghost Inside. I don't know. Uh, bad metal, like contemporary metalcore stuff. Poison the Well. Sure. Okay. Blindside. Who cares? Yeah. Elliot. I don't know. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, Elliot, but I don't care. Sure. So my point is, this exists outside of my experience. Yes. This is, yeah. this is totally separate. Do whatever the fuck you want to do with this shit. Because sure. Because you know what? At the end of the day, this None of the none of these bands could exist currently. Yeah, and it wouldn't affect me at all. One hundred percent. And I, and I don't want to give the impression that I'm losing any sleep about this kind of stuff or that I it consumes my thoughts. But I saw the NFT thing, and it, it and it just uh, it it raised my hackles enough to say something about it. And I just wanted to go on record on on our. Uh, on our platform here, and just say, I think Furnace Fest is gay. I don't think you. Sh- I don't think you should go to it. I think it sucks. I think that. Uh, I think that if you like punk and hardcore music, that you should probably try uh, and aspire 
with all your might to remain rooted in the present and not buy into like weekend warrior class reunion cash grab stuff run by A&Rs for Christian record labels. Uh, so I don't really get on a soapbox a lot on this show, but I think that shit sucks. <laughs> I just, I just wanted to say it, you know, I, I'm just gonna, you know, it's, it's, um, it's as pointless to me as almost everything else. Sure. You know, for instance, while we were, while we were setting up, yeah. Put on a Post Malone song. Yeah. I'm aware of who that person is. Sure. Never listened to a song before. Mm-hmm. Sucked. Yeah. I know I'm not missing her. Yeah, you'll, yeah, you'll go right back right. to not remembering. Like there's no reason for yeah. me to leave my cave. Of course. There's no reason for me to show interest in this. There's no reason. Because I know. Yeah. Because I fucking know. For I'll sure. tell you one thing I didn't know. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm going to change the topic here. Yeah, go ahead. I'm going to tell you one thing I did not know. Okay. And that is how fucking awesome Top Fuel drag racing is. Oh yeah, you went. I right? even yeah, fucking right. joking, yeah, dude. dude. Yeah, yeah, that's sick. <laughs> that's why we were listening to Crossed Out before when we were warming up. Yeah. So I went to I went to the NHRA fucking nationals in Indy last week with a coworker. Mm-hmm. You know, they, you know, he's asked me a couple times over Labor Day the past couple of years. I'm like, yeah, let's do it this year. I was available. Yeah. And I got there. You know. Basically, five, I got there at the perfect time, like five minutes before the first fucking like race of the day went. Yeah. And they started with, you know, what are called top fuel dragsters. Mm-hmm. These are the big long cars with the little wheels in the front and the big wheels in the back. And they have an engine on them that is only, that, that, that is barely capable of doing what it's designed to do. Sure. Like seriously. Yeah. These engines, these engines can basically only run for about 10 seconds until they blow up. Yeah. Um, but, <laughs> because I was reading on it, it was the sickest fucking thing I have seen in a fucking moment. Hell as yeah. soon as the cars went, I laughed, and it it absolutely pinged the same place in my brain that the most fucking blistering of grindcore hits, or, like, the first time I heard, like, crossed out. Sure. I was like, what the fuck? Because these things were, like, I used to watch that shit when I was a kid. Sure. Just because, oh, look at that. It's drag racing or whatever, you know, whatever. Yeah. And and the thing, of all the things I liked when I was a kid is they would show them, like, warm the tires up by spinning the tires, and the tires would be real fat, Mm -hmm. and then they get skinny. Yeah, 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 for sure. That's pretty cool. It is cool. Right? Yeah. But who gives a shit, right? Right. It's just a car going down. No. Yeah. I'm not even lying, dude. Yeah. You got. We gotta go to a fucking top fuel elimination race sometime in, yeah. the, in the next year. It is the it is the most insane thing I've ever fucking seen. They were so and if you like loud, explosive, apocalyptic, apocalyptically violent shit. Yeah, this is what you need. Okay, sick. If 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 grind isn't doing it for you anymore, right? Yeah, this is what you need. Okay, the, the stands should be fucking crawling with dreaded up mulleted fucking grind losers <laughs> okay sick. i'm telling you dude, i'm into it dude it i'm fully down this fucking thing so they're so fucking loud when they go yeah right that your vision blurs holy shit <laughs> okay and by the time you like can can like focus your vision uh-huh they're 800 feet away right like it's immediate yeah just looking up some stats here right okay because I I, I, I I was absolutely fucking enthralled. Um, the fastest pr- production vehicle right now that you could potentially buy if you had $3.5 million is a Bugatti Chiron. Sure. Right? The successor to the Veyron. Yep. The Bugatti Chi- Chiron. 
um, has a horsepower of, um, I think it's like 1,300. Okay. Okay. Four, uh, power output, 1,479 horsepower. Okay. Okay. Top speed, mm-hmm. 250 miles an hour or so. Sure. I think it's maybe drag limited or something like that. Right. Um, they'll do zero to 100. A, a Bugatti Chiron will do zero to 100 in um, uh, 2.4 seconds. Okay. Pr- impressive. Impressive. Yes. How many horsepower do you think one of those top fuel dragsters has? I couldn't tell you, but I bet it's a lot. 11,000. Holy shit. More than two (laughs) times a diesel locomotive. Oh, my God. That's fucking insane. I I had no idea. I know. Neither did I. Zero to 100? Yeah. 0.75 seconds. Holy fuck, dude. So, like, you blink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're doing 100 miles an hour. Damn, dude. That's crazy. Holy shit. they They hit 300 miles an hour in... Well, it takes a Bugatti Chiron um, it, it, to hit uh, 186 miles an hour, 13.6 seconds. Mm-hmm. A fucking top fuel dragster hits uh, 300 miles an hour in like 1.6 seconds. Dude, that's fucking nutty. I know. Yeah, I'm sold on that. I'm it's, sold on that. So like when they go, yeah. your vision blurs, your skeleton shakes because everything around you is concussively vi- like like exploding. Yeah. And so even though you have earplugs in, you're not getting like, but but still your skeleton is, is transmitting all this fucking noise into your ears. Sure. They shoot like eight feet of flames out the fucking engine. Yeah. And before you can blink and realize what the fuck is going on, they're like, you know, halfway down the track. Right. It's the fucking nuttiest fucking thing. And like, you know, they did, so they had all that, they had those things going right off the bat. And then they did the top fuel funny cars. And those were just as loud and almost just as fast. They mm. were just as awesome. It's all about the speed and the violence, right? Yeah. Crazy fucking violence. And then they had, like, other cars that could do, like, 200 miles an hour, 250. Sure. It was like, well, that's fucking cute. Right, right, right. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, sure. oh, who cares? And no one fucking cares. Right. Like, everybody that's there basically is just there to watch these crazy fucking Mad Max things explode. Yeah, that's sick. I'm Yeah, I'm sold on it. I'm, I'm ready for us to enter our uh, drag racing arc. I'm telling you, everybody, if you like fucking loud, violent shit, yeah, top fuel drag racing is for you. There you go. Get past the fu- like. Yeah, they have. Of course, they had the fucking. Oh, let's pray for the drivers and all that sure. sort of shit. You know what I mean? Right. And, and there's all that. Yeah, of course. But that's only because we let them have it. Right. Yeah. Let's take drag racing back. Yeah. Dude. Let's take it over. Let's take it over. Yeah. It, I mean, I'm I'm telling you, dude. It that was, would be sick. It was insane. If if thousands of punks start turning Started, out to drag and, racing and, events. And here's the crazy thing too. Like I fully expected to go like deep into like, you know, I figured that I was basically going into like red country. Sure, yeah. You know, like I'm like, all right, whatever. I just have to Yeah, there's some of that, but no more than anywhere else in the Midwest where you're walking around and it's tactical dads and their gay shit and sure. like, you know, people with their Jesus shirts on and stuff like that. Yeah. But there was all sorts of folks there. And like the two people that finished first and second in the uh in the uh, top field dragsters, uh a black guy mm-hmm. took the championship. Yeah. And a woman was second. There you go. So there you go. Hell yeah. Doing better than hardcore. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. So yeah, I'm down to go. Let's let's fucking roll to Dude, one. Dude, it was it was fucking insane. I am I am a hundred percent sold. I said to my buddy, I'm like, count me in for next year. Yeah. For fucking sure. Hell yeah. Well, I'm glad that we opened to we opened with me decrying something and you uh, supporting something and ex- and expressing your joy with a new experience. Uh, it, so it's it good. It absolutely was the same thing as the first time I heard crossed out. That's sick. Yeah, like I said, fully sold on that. Let's uh, let's go to one ASAP. I'm down. I'm fully down anytime. 
you got anything else? Are you ready to no, jump, jump in? I, I guess let's get into it. You know, whatever. We'll okay. see where the night takes us. Sure, sure. Um, okay, so first up, we've got uh, Sawchuck in the queue with Modern Love. This is a band out of Detroit, Michigan. This is a band I'm, I'm actually passingly familiar with only in name just because they've been around for a long time, like a decade plus. Yeah, like I think their first thing came out. Their first like official record came out in like 2011, and I think they had a demo before that. And I remember seeing this band's name on MySpace when I was like a teenager. Okay. Um, so I yeah I I remember hearing this band's first seven inch in like 2011. Uh, then we have got Dart. Oh, and that was uh, that was submitted by uh, Jordan, who plays in the band and says he's a big fan of the show. So thank you, Jordan. Okay. Um, then we have got Dart. This is a submission by Jay. Uh, this is a dem a demo uh, and is uh, evidently a Finnish punk band that Jay heard. He said he liked a lot. Okay. Then we have got Harmacist with their self-titled release. This is a band out of Philly. It was sent in by Jared, who uh, sings in the band, who says it's all right. He guesses. Then we have got Skull Shitter with Goat Claw. This is uh, <laughs> it's all right, I guess. This was uh, this was sent in by John, our buddy John. This is a band out of New York. He says it kind of presents as like grind, but there's a lot more death metal in it than you would expect, and there's uh, riffs for days. I think he said. Then we have got a submission that you and I already both know is good. Uh, it's he's done it again. He's done it again. Our favorite RAC bonehead, Grimyard, with his demo 22. I already listened to this. I listened to it a few days after it came out because Bandcamp told me it, it was released. And I immediately went to the supported by section on... Uh, on the band camp and saw that several of our listeners had already purchased this. So uh, this was sent in by Casey. Like I said, it is good. The dude sucks. Uh, but if we get to it, you know, we'll we'll listen to it and, and speak on it more. It's really fucking good. Then we have got Human Corpse of Abuse with uh, Xenoviscerum. This was sent in by, uh, by new friend and a friend of the show, uh, Shelby. Shelby was kind enough to also send over uh, physical copies of this. So thank you, Shelby. I've been chatting with, with Shelby uh, via via email and uh, seems like a genuinely nice dude. Plays in a bunch of very, very sick death metal bands. And I believe this is is it, this is like a, a COVID a COVID project, I think. All right. Um, then we have got uh, we have got Dracula. This was sent in by it was it was cement submitted by one of the band members. I'm not sure who he didn't like sign it with a particular name or anything. This is a band out of New Orleans. Uh, I want to, um, I assume like a hardcore punk band. He said they've played like two shows. They have just like a SoundCloud up right now. So I think this is just a demo. I like the move just naming your band Dracula. I know it's sick. Like we should start a band just called Frankenstein. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? right. We'll start one called Wolfman. Right. Yeah. It's, it's cool. Uh, then we have got Candy Apple with World for Sale. Uh, this was sent in by Tolly, our buddy who plays in Histamine down in Australia. And this is a song off of the new Candy Apple 7-inch that's coming out on Convulse. And I haven't listened to it yet, but I am sure that it fucking rips. Then we have got The Pagans with Emergence of Forgotten Power. Uh, this is a band from uh, Northwich, uh, UK. It was sent in by Carter, who says it's really good. We'll like it a lot. And then last up, we have got Curly's with their self-titled 12-inch. This is uh, this was sent in by Vinny, and uh, it looks good. It's on Total Punk Records. It's got a look I like. I'm, I haven't listened I to this yet. I have a Curly 7-inch from a couple years ago. Okay. Um, I think I liked it. It looks like some shit I would I would like. It looks uh, it looks right in the uh, the Total Punk Records lane yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I've bought a lot of 7-inches since then, so I can't actually sure. tell you. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I have the Johnny 7-inch from okay. a couple years ago. Cool. All right, let's, uh, let's roll the dice. See what's up first. All right. Six. Okay. Six is uh, human corpse abuse. Shelby, I promise that I am not giving you special treatment. It really did. The dice really just did just favor you. So this, you can find this at humancorpseabuse.bandcamp.com. The record is Xenoviscerum. 
Um, and I believe there is just one song available for uh, for streaming right now. You can buy the cassette via uh, Caligari. Uh, there's a CD too because metal people still buy CDs, and I I appreciate that. Kind of makes sense. It's hard yeah. to get records made anymore. Yep, for sure. Um, and a lot of people that listen to metal probably aren't active tape collectors. We had a couple people on the run that Parasitic Twins did last weekend who came and bought shirts and i was like you want to tape and they were like nah man i won't listen to it just sell it to somebody who actually will you know yeah, like fair enough fair enough you can check it out online who gives a shit yeah absolutely so uh we'll we'll uh, we'll listen to the one song that's available off of this so far so we're gonna listen to convulsing labyrinth of flesh by human corpse abuse off of xenoviscerum <laughs> We just heard Convulsing Labyrinth of Flesh by Human Corpse Abuse off of Xenoviscerum. I should point out that this is functionally a solo project of Shelby's. He did enlist somebody to record the drums, but he did everything else and recorded this all at home. How'd you feel about that? It was pretty good. It dipped its toes into a few different things. I was expecting, I think, I didn't look at everything down, down at the bottom. Sure. I was expecting more of a straightforward mold from the tomb death metal. Yeah, there was a lot more grind in this than yeah, I expected there to be. There was, but it was pretty good. I, the, the, the um, yeah. It had a it had a nice mix of parts for sure. I I will say I pref I think this shone brightest when it was its most death metal. I think so too. I think so too. I think that the grind the grind was definitely not. Um, it didn't catch me as much as the death metal riffs did for sure. Just because it wasn't bad, but it it was very it was very boilerplate grindy parts. Mm -hmm. Whereas I feel like the death metal parts were were co very consummate. Like they were very well written. You can tell this is a dude who plays in death metal bands. The guitar tone was good. The riffs were really good. And the grind stuff, while I understand, like, the appeal of including that kind of stuff in here, to me, I was just, like, waiting for the next death metal part to hit. And when it did, I always, always was like, yes, this is good. I can sink my teeth into this. Yeah, I expected way more sludgy, you know, 
sludgy, abbreviated mold from the Tomb Death. For sure. Um, whatever. Still, I liked it. Yeah, all in all, quite good. The, the it artwork, was... the artwork looks like it was a fucking pain in the ass. <laughs> yeah, no doubt, dude. I would not, I would not like to have worked on this. Um, I, I just, I don't have the brain to do that kind of stuff. In terms of a, I don't have the skill, but b, but b, I just, the effort to reward ratio is all wrong on that for me. Yeah, there's a, you know? I mean, it's it's a, you know, whatever. Check it out if you're interested. But um, it's it's just kind of a scribbly. Yeah, eyeball laden mass. Sure, with mouths and tongues and stuff like that. Yes, and the uh, technique with which it was drawn is something akin to an etch a sketch. Yeah, I mean it looks fucking sick. Yeah. like the longer you look at it, the cooler it looks. There's a lot of little details in there. Sure, for sure. I mean it's really, really well done. Uh, but yeah, I mean, like I said, effort to reward, just not an appropriate ratio for me to ever even attempt to do some shit like that. I will say too, we noted when we were listening to this, it's mastered really fucking quietly. At least seemed that way At to least us. it seemed that way to us. My voice sounds like it at a, it's at a normal volume. Crossed out sounded like it was at a normal volume. I think this was pretty quiet. So Shelby, fucking phone up Greg Wilkin Wilkinson and, and get your money back. Because I don't He might have just, went, oh, yes, oh, yeah, I mastered it. Wink, wink. That's the thing is like since most of us, sent, you know, audio engineer layman don't even really know <laughs> what mastering actually is. Yeah. I could send this shit off, like my shit off to someone and be like, hey, could you master this for me? Mm -hmm. And all they could do is turn a volume knob, like three decimals and be like, all right, I did it. And I would have no choice but to just defer. And mm -hmm. be like, oh, yeah, I guess it's mastered. I guess you did a good job. I don't fucking know. Right, 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 right. right. So I think Greg Wilkinson might be pulling the wool, wool over your eyes, Shelby. <laughs> yeah. He's charging you up the fucking yin-yang for doing nothing. Yeah. Uh, you should have sent it to Wilk. Well. You know, next time, live and learn. Uh, but, yeah, that was that was pretty good. I will definitely, I mean, I got the physical tape. I will, uh, I'll throw it in the boombox sometime this week and listen to the rest of it. You know, and, and as just sort of a, a, um, a I guess a sign of quality. Uh -huh. I'm not saying that I have everything and I buy everything on Caligari's list. Yeah. But they are yeah. purveyors of quality stuff. For sure. Yeah. You, you're not going to get anything that downright sucks. Right. You know what I mean? You're going to get something that at the very least is pretty good. Right. Um, all right. Let's roll the dice. Four. Four is a uh, skull shitter. So it looks like we're, we're it's, dancing it's, around it. It's a it's a <laughs> yeah we are dancing around it. It's a it's a death and grind night so far. So you can find this at skullshitter.bandcamp.com. Uh, a, a dumb name for sure. A dumb name. I would see that name and I see the inverted cross T's in there and I'm like, oh okay guys, I get it. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, the name of the re release is Goat Claw, and I will say these guys do look. They look more death metal than than grind for sure. Yeah, they do. Uh, so, John, your your assessment's probably accurate. Uh, they have got uh, they got the first song queued up to play. Let's uh, let's hear it. We're gonna hear "Angel of Decay" by Skull Shitter off of Goat Claw. Gods of darkness, breeders of chaos, come forth and take possession of this vile world.
All right, we just heard the song Angel of Decay uh, by the band Skull Shitter off of their record Goat Claw, uh, which seems to be enjoyed by quite a lot of people, I suppose. But not really by me very much. <laughs> the uh, There was a choice in there. The There was a choice in there, and um, it definitely raised my eyebrow. Yeah, so <laughs> I, I'm not sure what exactly they were going for, but I think any, any of our... Uh, I think all of our listeners probably know what I'm talking about here. There's a bit in there where it sounded like they busted out into like a casualties song. <laughs> it sounded really, really, really stupid. And they did it twice. I thought once was egregious enough when they returned to it a second time, when they thought, yeah, that's good. That's cool. We're going to do that two times in this song. That really, really gave me pause. I'm not sure what they were thinking. And it's egregious enough that it, it makes me interested to hear the rest of this record just to to see if they do it more. Yeah, if something like that pops up again. It's very it was a very strange choice. I think the death metal that was at the core of this was just fine. It was passable. I felt similarly to this as I did about like um like that mutilation barbecue stuff that we heard like on its face it's like pretty unobjectionable meat and potatoes like kind of burly death metal but there's just nothing about it that really stuck out to me like even if this were just the death metal component of this i wouldn't think this was bad by any stretch of the imagination but it would not stick in my memory i would i would definitely forget about this and i would say yeah that's that's fine you know just just fine getting the job done don't really give a shit the the only thing that is going to cause me to remember this band at all is the really really weird choice to put that strange incongruous punk part in the song. Um, but yeah, that's that's my feelings on this. Yeah, I wonder if that's a theme that pops up later on. Yeah, I don't know. The art also, I don't like. If I saw this art with that name, I'm flipping right past that in a record bin too. Yeah. I mean, the art is well done for sure, but like, I don't. Yeah. This on its face, nothing about this is like immediately appealing to me. And upon further in investigation. Yeah, not not didn't really sit with me. When when this song opened up, I thought, okay, we're gonna get some pretty traditional sound sure. death metal yep. here. I thought right? the same, and yeah. um, I was into that. Yeah, but yeah, it kind of went a totally different way. And mm -hmm. the first time, the first time that 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 little ornery voice popped yeah, up, yeah, yeah, a little goblin man, that little goblin man popped up. Yeah, I I thought something. I thought I hit something. I thought <laughs> right. I, I thought yeah, I hit yeah, yeah. a button, and I was like, "Fuck! What what else is playing?" Sure, because it's even it's even just kind of like it, it's kind of just jutting into the 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 the, the, the superstructure of the song, like a little like a little outgrowth, you know? Yeah, it's, and I couldn't figure out what they were saying. No, no, me neither. As far as like, because I'm like, where the fuck is that in the lyrics? Because I'm reading along right. with the lyrics. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Hit a button. <laughs> yeah, for yeah, sure. I, I, I didn't, I didn't like that. That, um, yeah. I guess uh, maybe uh, an attempt at modern innovation of death metal that maybe, uh, I do not need. It would. The only way that that would work and be sick because I, I think I'm, I'm sure they thought this is cool, and I'm here to tell you, you know, I'm not trying to be the purveyor of coolness here. But it, it's decidedly uncool what you did there. But it would be cool if an actual little goblin man in a live setting kind of jumped out and and he <laughs> like for a for just the moments where those parts existed in the like song. A Stonehenge right, thing. Right, yeah, yeah. He kind of jumped out and he he took control of the stage for the, that 15 seconds and then he and then they go like shoo shoo get out of here. <laughs> yeah, you know? So they turn their band into a fucking <laughs> they turn their band into a spinal tap joke. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They chase him off, you know, they yeah. get him off stage and I, they return to death metal and I, then he jumps back out. I, I do like that, but I, I don't frequently see that many death metal bands um 
willing to pursue a joke like that. Yeah, for sure. I don't think these bullet belt boys are going to put that kind of joke into their, they might. Who into knows? their music. Who, Who knows? knows? Yeah. I, I don't know. They might be, they, they might be all about it, but, yeah. um, yeah, I, that, <laughs> yeah, like, and it's just that one song. Just the one song. Right. Yeah. They play, they have this guy in a box. Sure. They have this little goblin man in a box, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. He's, he's consenting to the fact that he, his stature is small and they're using him. Of course. Right. For his small stature. Yeah. Right. They're not, they're not exploiting the little man. No. He's like Warwick Davis. But he is sweating it out in a box. Yeah. Right. And then that song comes up. You know, the, the the bass player walks over and just, like, kicks the box to sure. make sure he's still paying attention. Right. And then he jumps out and does that. Yeah, 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 for sure. I love that idea. And then he, that's it. Then they chase him off. Then they chase him off. And, then, and like, the rest of the set, yeah. the rest of the set is absolutely stone-cold fucking serious death metal. Exactly. Right. Right. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, there you go. Uh you know, John, I'm glad that you like that. I didn't feel as strongly about it as you did, but I did like the little goblin man just for probably not the reasons, um, probably not the reasons that Skull Shitter wished I did. So let's uh, let's keep it moving and see what's up next. Seven. All right. Seven is uh, the Pagans, the Pagans SOH. I imagine they have to stick the SOH on there because there's already 78 bands called the Pagans. <laughs> exactly. You know? um, and also like a dangerous motorcycle group in a, in a, uh, in a fantasy world created by, uh, oh, what was that? Uh, the, I think, I think. The, oh, no, the Pagans the are pagans a real are, motorcycle The Pagans group. are a real motorcycle They're a real motorcycle group. fantasy group. world. That's right. Yes, yes, yes. They're a real motorcycle group. I was thinking of Sons of Anarchy stuff. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I couldn't remember if they were a real motorcycle game or gang or a, or a Sons of Anarchy Well, that show was gang. so fucking real. Sometimes it's, when I watch it, so I couldn't real. even remember if I was so, living in a I was going to say, sometimes I think I'm in a motorcycle right. gang when I watch right. it. Right. And I buy stupid, dumbass right. t-shirts. Right. Um, so yeah, the only, and I feel bad for the horrific psychopath mass murderer league character. Yes. who's also somehow a <laughs> loving father. Right, yeah, of course. Wow. What a complex character. So you can find this on rare vitamin records.bandcamp.com. Uh, this is called the emergence of forgotten power EP. I like everything about how this looks. It looks fucking sick. I like the name of the record. Um, I like the look of the label that's putting this out. Uh, it seems like a thing that if it's as good as it appears, like it might be, I'm going to wonder how I didn't already know about this kind of thing. Yeah. This, this, this page here that I, as I'm looking at it for rare vitamin records, mm -hmm. it is a fucking mess. Like I, it's it, like, I'm having a hard time figuring out what it is I want to focus on. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. There's a lot of bright colors. There's a lot of shit going on in I, the background. I really don't like it when, when, um, they lean heavily into the background image. Yeah, for sure. That, that It is kind of jarring. I will say now that I'm actually looking more closely at what they're putting out, they actually are putting out a bunch of stuff that I wouldn't give a fuck about, um, such as King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard, which I really don't like, uh, and also like a Queers split. And I'll tell you what I don't want is new Queers material in 2022. There's also a, a business... Oh, that's just their distro. So they didn't even put that out. So yeah, I don't know. I like the look of this, but now as I investigate further, I'm not sure. Now I now I'm on the fence. This really is starting to. Um, these guys are from UK, but uh -huh. this this looking at this, this is reeking of like a, a Midwest bar punk. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but I like the look. I like the look of the record. I like the name of the record and stuff. But it could. It could go one of two ways. So let's, let's find just out. find out. So we're going to listen to the song Black Jesus by the Pagans SOH off of Emergence of Forgotten Power. P -O -A -C -K. Jesus. Jesus. 
more black Jesus. This look at my lyrical thesis. You must know I'm a lyrical genius. You must have heard about the Roman Caesar. See, that's the empire we live in. Too many shippy people to just give into the city before. But the pyramids in a minute and then everybody don't, so we couldn't relive it. I'm not a parrot, but I'm still taking booty. X must have spot to the treasure. I wanna buy you a drink, but she's moving mostly. Tell her I'm down for whatever. It's Xavier at the same beast down, Wolverine Storm gonna handle my weather. I had to dive deep, deep down in the ocean to find the sunken treasure. I'm the controller. I am the savior, but come from above. And like Mayweather, when I fight with the gloves, see, people don't care and people don't share. So when I say my vision, I always share that love. Cause don't have given the high. So in the end, we all get high. If in life we don't succeed, this is the smoking cheese. We had the wool pull over our eyes on multiple levels here. Carter, you're on our shit list now, buddy. And now I'm going to have to screen your fucking emails because there's no way that you sent that in in good faith because (laughs) Carter's email simply has a link to this and says, this shit rips. You guys will love. Sure. Yeah, I fucking bet, buddy. (laughs) You got one one over on us. I hope you you feel good. Hit the nail on the head because... This shit would go over in Midwest dive bars, dude. Like fucking candy. Oh my god, they would sell out of their fucking merch if they played the rail. Yeah, uh, yeah. This shit sucked. I so I had the wool pulled over my eyes by both Carter, who submitted this, and by the present, the general presentation of this record. Because I looked at it and thought, this looks cool. Like you know, the name of the of the EP, pretty cool, I guess. Let's see what it is. The first thing that gave me pause was when I saw a song entitled "Black Jesus," and I was like, hmm. I don't know about that. Um, but you know, it's out on cassette, Jesus right? Jesus wasn't black. Jesus wasn't black. He was he was a beautiful white man, a beautiful with flowing white man blonde with a, hair, a, a little button cock. He looked like yeah, with a little 
little tiny button penis, little micro penis. Uh, you know, I saw it was out on cassette, right? There were a lot of things on here that led me to believe like, oh, this could be pretty cool. Then I saw the queers release. Then I saw some other things. So I, that's why I, I was like, okay, I'm on the fence. This could go either way. But I never expected it would go so hard the opposite way that I expected or wanted it to go. Unbelievably bad. Yeah, I hated this. I, if, if, if I fucking heard this in any setting. Yep. I wanted to take the headphones off and just leave my basement. Yeah, 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 for sure. I was, I was not, I wasn't even like having a good time with this. Like, you know? like if, if, if I'm in a bar. Yeah. God forbid. Sure. To see a band. Yeah. And a band opens up with this. I, I might leave I, the show. I'm leaving. I might leave the show, but yeah. I am certainly leaving the building as yep. fast as I fucking Absolutely. can. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm not, I mean, I'm not making it 30 seconds. I don't want to be in the proximity of this. No. I don't want to fucking hear it. I don't want to be in the proximity of people that like this. No, absolutely not. This dude. is, you could put this on at a fucking like Midwest corn fed fucking like, like hog belly wedding yep. at like 1030 PM once everyone's got a, got a few tied on yep. and they're going to fucking love this shit. Yeah. This is nightmare shit. Dude. This is nightmare music. I don't want to give it any more time. I don't want. I don't want. This it, sucked. It, it, here's the thing. I'm bummed that we have to play it on our show. Yeah, like I like. Can you play this at a party and people get hype? Then I don't want to fucking hear it. Yeah, 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 for sure. Right? Yeah, yeah, no doubt, dude. And fucking full stop. Yep. Yeah, this is this is nonsense. Um, one of the one of the worst things that I've heard in a while. Yeah, this was. We haven't had a genuinely like bad submission, like really bad, like that's, bad. That's bad. offended our fucking sensibilities, yeah. like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For and, sure. And I'm telling you, man, white people will fucking suck this up, absolutely. Because it's dude. you know, it's it's a dude with a British accent rapping over yeah. funky fucking riffs. Yeah, Jesus and a danceable bit, and, and then they, you know, then they open it up a little bit, and they hit that heavier part or whatever, you know. Fuck off. Yeah, nightmare shit. I would what fucking what what fucking what fucking Pixar movie are you looking to get your fucking <laughs> music on? Yeah, for sure. I would. I would. Th yeah, dude. This reeks of like licensed music in a Hulu original. This is like this is gonna be like in Trolls Four. Yeah, 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 for sure. I would tell these people to shoot themselves in the head, but I guess since they're from England, they'll just have to stab each other yeah yeah you know? yeah oh oh mate cross the road is scary isn't it i think he got a shank on him oh hey, mate look at all the freedom we have over here across the pond can't even buy a pistol to eradicate our brains <laughs> <laughs> all right let's roll the dice anything we get's gonna be sicker than that so i'm gonna i'm gonna put a positive spin on it whatever we hear next is gonna feel like a glorious relief three Wow, we're really dancing around it. Mm, we are. Okay, this is Harm Assist with their self-titled release. You can find this at harmassist.bandcamp.com. It's a band out of Philly. I think this just came out. Yeah, September 9th. So, uh, so yeah, homeboy who submitted this stuff, uh, Jared, I believe, uh, he said he sings for this band. Um, didn't really say anything about it. Didn't really contextualize it. Uh, I'm looking at it. It's not something that, that looks good visually. Um, but, uh, but I'm going to see if it sounds good uh, sonically. Yeah, somebody put some work in on that. Oh, sure. No, I'm not saying that an unskilled person did this art. It's just that this art doesn't appeal to me in terms of like, oh, that's a record I want to hear. Yeah. It, there's very little information mm -hmm. on, on the, uh, on the, if that artwork is, it is the artwork, right? Yeah. So that's, that's a, yeah. 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 It is. There's very little information there. I mean, if you hadn't have signed it, Harmacist EP 22. Yeah. I'd have no idea what, I might no think clue. that this is a fucking rap record. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, so let's, uh, they got the second Which song. God knows I wouldn't fucking buy that. <laughs> so, so they got the second song queued up to play. Um, also it's, this is really strange, uh, because 
they it's an EP and they have five songs, right? And then they also have live songs tacked on to the end and then also two remixes. So are these so this is all on the twelve inch if you buy it. Yeah. It's it, not just a twelve inch. It's a with it's five a cas- Oh it, it, okay, it is a twelve inch. So this is this is presents as very strange too, because I think that this appears to be the band's debut release. It's available on twelve inch, presumably via just like a self pressed twelve inch and a cassette, and half of that twelve inch is live tracks and remixes. And to, and, and it's like Guys, we got to put this fucking 12-inch up. But Christ, we only got five songs. What are we going to do? <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of warning signs on this right. one, too. I'm not we got to go lie, for man. the prestige format. I mean, right. we got to fucking do a 12-inch, right? To. We've we got to. We got to do a fucking 12-inch, but yeah. we got five songs. Yeah. Should we just write, like, five more? No. No, 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 no. We'll just do live tracks and hire a couple of fucking retards to do a couple remixes. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's... Uh, let's you, uh, these are long songs. This says Power, Violence, and Punk, and for that... Tag, yeah, two minutes are long songs. Two minutes. So I was going to say, do you want to listen to like hyperventilate? That's and then listen the, to the hyperventilate remix. Yeah, that's. I don't. I don't think I do. But let's see how good the song is, and then maybe I will want to listen to the hyperventilate remix. Okay, Trans Zimmer, pretty good, not yeah. bad. All right, uh, let's listen to uh, hyperventilate by Harmacist off of their self-titled debut twelve-inch LP. Okay, we just heard the song Hyperventilate by Harmacist off their self-titled 12-inch, also available on cassette. Boy, they, they, they threw so many curves at us in this, man. I, I don't even know where to start. So I actually think that if you cut away the fat and cut away the tricks and stuff like that in there, uh-huh. I think there might be a good fucking dirgy stomper in there that's like 
40 seconds shorter. Yeah, maybe, maybe for sure. Like, you know yeah, what I mean? If like, you cut I, out the snap, the snap case part. Like, like I think, I think there's like, like you know, the, the quirky little stupid blast that yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. The, the the rapid changes, and, you know, and stuff like that. Get rid of that. Get rid of the fucking ding, 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 ding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stick, leave. I'm tuckered out in there because that was the fucking standout lyric that, for me. That could, I'm yeah. tuckered out. I feel you, bud. Yeah, um, that's. Uh, I thought that was a great choice, just because the only time I personally use the phrase "tuckered out" is to describe like a toddler or a puppy who's played very I'm hard. You know what I mean? So I'm I like. All, I'm, I'm happy to see its use in the wild. Yeah, it makes me think like the vocalist of this band is maybe just a fun-loving, silly little guy. Yeah, you know? yeah, like I feel like there's something in the middle of this that yeah. works for me. Maybe, but there was just too much fucking around. Like, get to the fucking point. Yeah, keep it ugly and mean. And I think there's probably a dirgy little stomper in there. I'm going to assume that power violence is a joke tag. Or just or they really understood. Or they tag. really, truly don't understand what the fuck power violence is on any level. Because that that was not even close. It was, so for me, that was like hyper reminiscent of, of the kind of like fairly self-serious, late aughts, early teens, like darker Death Wish adjacent capital H hardcore stuff that was going on. And I didn't really have any beef with it. I guess like the dirgier, darker parts, like if I were being really generous, I could say like, oh, maybe they like cursed or something, you mm -hmm. know? Uh, so yeah, I think that at, at its core, there was something in here that I think could be fleshed out. I will say, even though I appreciate the ambition here on display here genuinely i do mm -hmm. like in terms of like we're doing a 12 inch out the gate and we, we're getting we remixes clown on you on that i mean it is kind of clowny but, it, but i appreciate it i appreciate it but you you guys jumped the gun in a way that i haven't seen a band jump the gun in a long time because those five i haven't listened to the other four songs on here but like just based on that song alone it seems like you guys probably have five pretty decent songs that would uh, that deserve to exist on a cassette demo, right? And if this is indeed your debut release, as by all appearances it is, put those five songs on a cassette, play some shows, sell that cassette, go back to the lab, refine the ideas, shop it out to some people, or if you want to self-release, all good too. But the coming out the gate with the 12-inch, based on what I just heard, and knowing that half of it is live songs and remixes, I just, I think you guys should pump the brake. I mean, it's too late now. The 12 inch is fucking out it's there. It's done. I think at some point, somebody should have spoken up and said, guys, I think we need to pump the brakes on this process. We're right. ambitious. We're young. We're fucking gung-ho. We got the energy and the zeal and the drive. And I appreciate that about what you're doing. But I just, I think this is a little half-baked. Like, the whole thing. Yeah, I feel that. Know? I feel that for sure. Yeah. So, you know, like I said, genuinely, it's cool that you're going for it. You pressed up a 12-inch rad. I'm sure, and if, I know for a fact, it feels very good to have your, your music on a record. It's a surreal feeling the first time it happens. Holy shit, I got my music on a record. Not a thing I thought would happen as a kid. But then no one buys it. Then no one buys no it. No one gives a shit. Reality you, sets in. Then you see it for fucking two dollars yep. in a used bin, and you're like, "Well, fuck it." Yep, for sure. Just uh, another uh, another piece of trash on the refuse yep. pile of life. You yep. know what I mean? Uh, so yeah, I don't know, guys. You should have pumped the brakes here, but uh, but keep it up. I'm sure you're having fun with it. I'm probably not going to listen to the rest of this, especially knowing it's live tracks and remixes. But hey, what I heard, it didn't like. It didn't full bore suck ass. It intrigued. Sure. Right. right? It yeah. intrigued. There were a couple parts in there. I said, okay. It amused. Sure. When this song opened up, I thought, oh, this kind of sounds like it could be like 
the open the, the the beginning of a Melvin song. Sure. And then there was that little plinking, the little harmonic, harmonic. Part. Yeah, no, yeah. that's not at the beginning of a Melvin song. No, what the not. fuck is this? Yeah. Like I said, I think there's something in there, but there's a lot of bullshit over top of it. For sure. And um, appreciate the flex, I guess. Yeah. Keep, you know, whatever. Yep. Okay. Let's roll the dice. Five. Okay. Five is uh, Candy Apple with World for Sale. This is the. Uh, this is. Uh, they just have one song up for up for listening right now. That's not a good way to phrase that. Sometimes I wonder how uh, how I've spoken English my entire life and, and am yet they have yet am not proficient at. There it. is only one song that they have up that you can listen to for yeah. now. For at this moment, right now in time, there's just one song for listening to at now. <laughs> so, so this is an upcoming seven inch on Convulse Candy Apple Rules. I've seen them a couple times now. I saw them in Denver at Convulse Fest, and uh, they were on the show that I saw down in Hattiesburg with uh, MS Paint and uh, Gel and Bib and Armor. And uh, they rock live. They rock recorded. I'm sure this is good. I saw a bunch of people post it already. So we're going to listen to the song I Don't Want to Talk About It by Candy Apple off of their upcoming 7-inch World for Sale. For the song I Don't Want to Talk About It by Candy Apple off of World for Sale. How'd you like it? Good. I mean, it's right in line with what you'd expect. Sure. Um, echoing a sentiment uh, now 41 years old with I Don't Want to Hear It. Indeed. Basically the same uh, the same song. 
Sure. Concept-wise. Nevertheless, song remains the same. It still fucking rips. This was good stompy stuff. Lots of side-to-side action if you saw it live. Sure. I have nothing bad to say about it um, other than the fact that um, I have a lot of stuff that sounds yep. like this now. For and sure. I hear a lot of stuff that sounds like this now. Yep. This is, this is saturated for sure. I think this is, I don't know, I haven't heard the rest of the 7-inch, so I can't say this with, with any certainty. Uh, but just based on that song, I don't know if this is the song I would necessarily lead with because it's it is the closing song on the seven inch, and it sounds like a song that might work better in the context of an entire seven inch. Yeah, because um, it does it does sound like an outro track. Yeah, yeah for yeah. sure, it it kind of fades out on that noisy bit. Uh, also, it's not as like immediately arresting as like st- something off of Sweet Dreams of Violence, which I just felt a little bit more like a little bit more urgent than this. This is pretty dirgy and like comparatively lethargic, I think. And I liked it. It was good and stompy. But to me, this track j- alone gets lost in the mix in terms of stuff that is out right now that sounds exactly like this, mm-hmm. which is not to say that this is not good. It is quite good. I think Convulse uh, puts out quality stuff very, very consistently, and I'm sure the rest of the seven just will be good. I will check back up, check back in when the rest of this is up for streaming, no doubt. Um, but uh, yeah, for now, just good. I think it was good. Right. You know what I mean? Not it's, great, it's, not remarkable, but good. There's a lot of stuff like this now. It's right in the middle of the pack of it. Yep, for At sure. least this particular track. At least this particular track. Because there, there are there are standout tracks on Sweet Dreams of Violence that are like, oh, that's a fucking cut. You know what I mean? And I don't think that this was quite to that level. Um, all right, let's uh, let's roll the dice again. Three. All right, we did it. We've done it. This is Grimyard. Grimyard.bandcamp.com with his demo 2022. Um, so, you know, we've, we've provided context for this band. You can find context for this band, this project, I should say on older episodes, but if you're uninitiated, um, you know, maybe this is where we separate the wheat from the chaff. I'll just give you full disclosure on this as I always do when Grimyard is played on the show or we big up it. Pretty sure this guy is racist and the music is expressly right wing. I mean, the second song and the standout track on here is Slash the Reds. Yes, it is unambiguous in its political affiliations. Well, see, here's the thing. Like, I'm the f- I introduced Grimyard to the world. Yes, you did. You did. A, like, back when the first demo came out. Yeah. Um, you know, back in 2020. We may have enabled this man to continue doing this stuff. You know what I mean? Good for him. Well, as we were talking... He has not written a bad song. He hasn't written a bad song. The fucking tracks all bang. And as I was discussing with you last night when I brought this up, like, because I was like, yo, the new fucking Grimmier release is out. It's really good. Uh, We may be keeping this man off the streets. You know what I mean? I mean... like. I, yeah, I think I was the first person to buy the demo 2020 yeah. or one of them. Legitimately, yes. And um, so, and, and and like that, we had our holiday, like end of the year wrap up. And I was like, yo, this is fucking sick. Yep. Right. Um, this is really fucking sick. Check it out. Cool. Second thing comes out, right? Yeah. The demo 2021. Yes. And we're, I'm like, even fucking better. Yep, for sure. This is fucking great. Yeah. Check it out. People start buying it. Right. Right. Yes. I get mine, demo, no other accoutrement. Sure. But other people are getting plenty of other stuff, right? Yeah, fuck, like, f- fuck Black Lives Matter stickers, let, let, RAC yeah, stickers. Like, you know, I, I got a text from a friend. He's like, hey, did you get any stickers with your Grimier release? Like, no. Nah. He shows me a picture. I'm like, I don't know. Maybe it's a Bureau of Land Management. <laughs> right? I don't know. Right? Yeah, sure. So, like, like, there was a lot of shit floating out there. And let's just say that, like, uh, 20... 2021, um, in July of 2021, yeah, kind of heated. 
Yeah, right. <laughs> indeed. Right. Let's just say the temperature was hot. It was pretty hot, yeah. And so there was a lot going on, and, uh, you know, whatever. Um, so, I mean, we introduced, I, I, I think, this this guy to a lot of people. Yes, I think it would. No, no doubt. We are fully, we are fully culpable. Like, this is... This is us. You know what I mean? And, I, and, and, and here's the thing. Yeah. Yes. Has not written a bad fucking song. No. All, they're all good songs. They're all good songs. Right. If you could just shut the... Like, hey, I went to see Top Fuel Drag Racing. Sure. I saw some stupid fucking shit there. Absolutely. I saw some real stupid shit there. I ain't gonna lie. That's why I want to see more fucking fucking grind freaks and fucking yeah. fucking punks there right but the cars go fast the cars man. go fast and they sound terrific yep for sure right yeah um so you know whatever buy it don't buy it sure um, but uh i ain't gonna tell you that this the song we're about to hear ain't good yeah so the so this is out the tape is out supposedly is coming out through fallow field who who put out like arts which is mark mccoy uh from youth attacks old like black metal project i don't even know how old it is i mean i think he put an arts tape out in like 2010 2011 arts might still exist i'm not 100 percent sure about wasn't that. there something that came out on youth attack recently an arts release uh -huh. yeah it's it's entirely possible for sure um and and i i mean i know i think mark listens to this show mark not a sketchy dude but certainly is not uh afraid to fuck around with sketchy like like imagery and stuff like that in a classic sort of like punk rock way. You know what I mean? He does a, a project and like Youth Attack put out like the Grinning Death's Head uh, project or whatever, sure. which is an obvious reference, you know, to SS skull sure. imagery. Right? And it's and a like, fine line you got to walk. For sure. I, I think I think a lot of times it's it's a line that we're afraid to walk. Sure, yeah. And we shouldn't be. Right, yes. Um. So I don't know, man. Like I said, I... Listen, people got some fucking dubious stickers from Grimyard. Yeah. He sure he sure as shit did feel away. Yeah, I was going to say, dude, with cuz cuz I'm sure he will probably end up listening to this at some point. And like I just got to say, dude, like if your if your beef is with how we present your politics and your staff or and your stance on 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 things, your worldview, we're not as specific as you'd like to be in describing. Or you'd like us to be in your your third positionist uh, philosophy, right? It's like, dude, we're selling your tapes for you. Just shut up. Yeah, and here's I mean? the other thing like, too: we don't give a yeah. Fuck. I don't fucking care. You're just some dude. In you know New you, York, you, making you, you catchy with, fucking tunes. Uh, yeah, just just impotent yowls into the wind. Yeah. that you write good riffs around. Yeah, as long as as long as you don't fucking shoot up a mosque or whatever, I don't fucking care what right. you do. You know what I mean? Right. Cry me a river about fucking white identity, all you fucking want. Yeah. Right. At the end of the day, you're gonna rot in a fucking casket like the rest of us. Yeah. Just a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. Just like me, man. That doesn't fucking matter. But. You write some good songs. And on that, let's listen to one. We're going to listen to the song Slash the Reds by Grim Yard off of his uh, Demo 22. Yeah. 
There you go. You get them, buddy. Yeah. You get those fucking reds. <laughs> yeah, dude. You get them. So, look, dude. I mean, it sounds like Hellhammer covering the Templars. What's not to like? It fucking rocks, you know? Um, the the content-wise, it uh, it reminds me of another another RAC classic banger, He's Red, by, uh, by a Skullhead. Um, it's interesting too that 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 the Grimskin takes such issue with us on here because I repeatedly out myself as like a connoisseur of sketchy ass music in referencing Skullhead, <laughs> an openly Nazi band from the eighties. Right? It seems like I feel like if I were the Grimskin, I might see an in. Right? Again. I might see like a maybe I can convince this guy. I would I would take a more diplomatic approach. But then again, dudes who are are writing solo black metal infused oi about killing the Reds. And in 2022, right. uh, probably not critically thinking again, gentlemen. Again, if this guy would have just kept his fucking stickers at yeah, home yeah, and for kept sure. his fucking mouth shut. Yeah, dude. He could have slid. That's the thing, dude. Yo, man, it's bad. You're doing bad propaganda here, right? right? Because the way you do it, that's the problem with all of these fucking RAC bands and shit. It's way too upfront. If you if you put this just under the radar, and if you if you just if you slide your messages in under these really fucking good riffs, man, you're going to have a way better chance of indoctrinating motherfuckers. With this, it's just people right away, even people who would otherwise like what you're doing are like, oh, slash the Reds, who gives a right. shit? Fuck and this And then fact. you get people like us that like it, right. but just endlessly clown. Right, exactly, yeah. So, like, we, we, we can only ever, you know, 75% of the way endorse it. Like, yo, this is really good, but this dude's a fucking retard. You know, so it's just like yeah. you're really shooting yourself in the foot, buddy, really? because if you just kept it under the radar and slid those messages in surreptitiously, we would have championed you all the way to Valhalla, my man. Right. All the way to Valhalla. You would have ridden in and sat by Odin's side. Right. Your fucking your collection of demo money piled up high. Right. Just coins and gold and right. baubles. Right. But reaping, reaping the rewards of songs well written. Yes. And hate kept chained up. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, for sure, right. man. But. Whatever, man. Get those fucking reds. Keep us all safe. Keep yeah. us all safe from 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 Kamala Harris and Joe Biden's socialist fucking nightmare. <laughs> I, I love I love the sectarian cosplay of like yeah, yeah. I'm a communist. I, I'm anti-communist. It's 2022, dude. You this is nothing. not. This isn't Red Dawn. You're right. nothing. You're a consumerist. You're Shut nothing. the fuck up. You're, you, they won already, dude. <laughs> the powers that be won. Yeah. None of us want revolution because we live in a state of total comfort it's we already we already consumed the 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 soma you know what i mean yeah. we're long gone right. dude right your ideals have been chopped up and fucking commodified and used by every goddamn grifter to wring money out of idiots like you and me for fucking generations yeah now. the youtube guys making videos anti-woke videos have got the grim skin in their pocket and motherfuckers at Amazon with their diversity and inclusion initiatives making bullshit media that isn't even good have got the other people in their pockets. We all lost already. It's over. The ship has sailed. Just try to have a good time until you die. It don't mean shit. Yeah. But Grimskin, you did it again. You wrote some great riffs, and we had no choice but to let the world know. And his Grimyard's done. It says Grim's Grimyard was Grimskin. We find we we, we see that. <laughs> I hope he's not retreating into the fucking into the Appalachian Mountains to fucking join yeah, is a he militia. From New York, I think it's from, yeah, from New York. Yeah, 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 for sure. So hopefully, hopefully he's not like like our buddy Colin, who was going to put out like a a Middle Eastern black metal project, and then the guy went and joined the Taliban. Hopefully that's not happening with the Grimskin <laughs> yeah. here. You know. 
Yeah. Um, so let's uh, let's call it there. Let's uh, on music at least. Let's listen to some messages and then uh, and then we'll split for the night. I'm gonna go join the Taliban. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, man. <laughs> Best of luck to you. Wow. <laughs> that dude is almost certainly dead. You know who's got some great ideas? The Taliban. <laughs> Imagine getting bamboozled by those guys. You know? It's so boy, you know who's really got their shit together? The Taliban. If only people like would give them a chance, I think I'm gonna go help. It's so transparently evil. You know what I mean? It's like, like I don't know, man. I, I understand your discontent with the the state of things and your 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 ire towards the West, but I don't know the Taliban. <laughs> okay this is my uh my first call to you guys um i've gone back and listened to old episodes after discovering your show on the recommendation of a friend um and being pleasantly surprised at how much i enjoy it so props for that um the episode i'm referring to specifically is 65 um and your guys uh, description of a band called combat and your comparison um, of them to Voltor, I have to vehemently disagree um, with your comparison there. It sounds nothing like fucking Voltor, okay? These are like cheesy death thrash riffs, and it kind of sounded pretty cool until like the fucking deathcore vocalist like shattered. Um, but yeah, I don't know what fucking Voltor records you guys are listening to, but it sure as hell did not sound like Voltor to me. Um, the two best Voltor records are obviously in Battle There Is No Law and No Chaos. So maybe go back and listen to those and then re-listen to Combat, and Let's see if you still feel the same. Uh, it's probably over a minute and a half. Sorry about that. And see you later. Bye. It wasn't over a minute and a half. It, it was wasn't. 11. You did great. Thanks. You, you did great on your first call. I'm glad you enjoyed the show. Here's the thing about what we say on this show. You may have learned by now you're going back and listening to old episodes and stuff. It's, it's not so much that we don't stand by the things that we say on this show. It's just that we don't remember them. I do, <laughs> I do remember Combat, though, Combat with a K, and I do remember the song in question, and at least the intro riff uh, definitely had, like, bolt thrower vibes. Well, it was, like, double bassy, and, like, I, 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 can, I cannot hear the riff, like, note for note in my head, but uh, I'll go back and I will make the comparison that you, that you ask of me, and I'll listen. I'll, I'll A, B, uh, some bolt thrower and uh, and that combat stuff, but yeah, I don't know that we said, oh, this sounds just like bolt thrower. We may have, yeah, like you, I said, a lot of times it has to do with guitar tone and stuff like that. Guitar tone, shit like Pop that. Tone. Yeah, absolutely. My favorite bolt thrower records, mm-hmm. um, uh, Greasing the Wheels of Violence. Mm-hmm. That's a good record. Greasing right? the Wheels of Violence. Right. Sure. Endless Cannons of Victory. Yes, <laughs> that's a really good one. Sure. Those those are probably my two favorites. Just ones. a word salad of of things that might. No, I, th- I think those are those are that. Grease and Wheels of Violence came out in like 2014, I think. Is and that really a more recent? Yeah. You're making this up. I'm not making. You're lying up. right now. It's fucking rips, dude. You wouldn't think that a band that far into it is that good. You're making it up. And then uh, Endless Cannons of Victory um, from like '96, really good. Check it out. Okay, you're you're doing you're doing Nate lies. You're doing Nate Nate style lying. Completely, completely. Uh, okay, let's hear the next. Mommy's one. barbecue <laughs> EP is really good too. <laughs> Okay, let's let's hear the next next message. Granny juice. <laughs> Yo, Cowie here. Um to give you morons a little uh language lesson. So I'm listening to the latest 
next episode. And you got a Swedish band that speaks Portuguese. And uh, it's about not knowing languages. So just so you know, in Portuguese, if you have the A with the tilde over it and the O, it is a um, um, uh kind of like a nasally O. So you said that the pronunciation of N, A with the tilde, and O is now, but it's not. It's no, and S-A-O is so. Uh, just so you know, that A with the tilde over it and the O is very distinctly Portuguese. So if you see those, uh, you can immediately infer that is either uh, Brazilian Portuguese or uh, Portuguese from Brazil. There you go. There's your language lesson for the week. Um, learn something, you fucking dumbasses. Okay. We Thanks just did. Lesson. We uh, just did. Yeah. That's Ka- all I'm ever going to learn, too. Kawi, Ka- a better educated man, at least on uh, Portuguese linguistics hey, than either of us. When uh, when Portugal has a fleet of, like, 14 battleships, mm-hmm. maybe I'll listen to it. <laughs> yeah, when they got their nukes pointed at us, although they were talking about Brazilian Portuguese. Hey, here, so when, when Brazil. When Brazil. Yeah. Right. When, 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 uh, when um, you know, Brazil has nuclear capa- capable subs, yeah. maybe I'll pay attention. <laughs> Yeah, but until then. (laughs) Give me the stars and bars. That's right. (laughs) right, Give me good old American. (laughs) Okay. Oh, God. I'll tell you who agrees with that, too. Yeah. The Grimskin. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, no doubt. (laughs) I'm sure he's tuned out by now, but uh, we got a GMT call. He's been... He's GMT. You've been uh, you've been running over lately. We're going to cut you off at a minute and 30 and hope that you get your get all your ideas in. in Here we go. Hi, demo. Listen, GMT calling. Been a minute. Um. I wanted to make a comment about a topic that was discussed in the call section on episode 138, where uh, a caller was lamenting the sort of oft-heard cry of, like, this thing, this new thing, or this thing happening right now is going to expand the scene and introduce new people. And it's that element of the... That, that I want to talk about. Um, I'll try to keep this quick, but um, I like skateboarding. I like hardcore. I like graffiti. And all three of those things are niche. And I've heard people say that type of phrase countless times over the years. And my question is always why? Why is it attractive to someone to imagine more people getting into the thing you like. I'm not saying that you should have to imagine or that you should have to want no people to get into it and you should be protectionist about it. But like, I just don't understand the attraction of, of saying that it's some sort of positive thing for me personally to know that more people are doing this thing. It doesn't make sense to me. I don't get the. There we go. I, I think I think all of the ideas that are going to be expressed in that call were expressed there. Okay. I, I don't imagine that in the twenty six remaining seconds there was going to be any new ideas. That was that was the main thesis. That was the main thesis. Yeah. No. This is this is a this is a valid question, and it's one that I relate to entirely. Um, in fact, like you know. Like, for example, running running a punk house or whatever, uh, a house venue, it's never my goal to attract new kids to it, right? It's just one of those things where I know that there are kids getting into it, and so I try to provide the best space that I can for people that stumble into that 
uh, particular field of interest on their own, however they may arrive there. But I am not a person that proselytizes for subculture or anything that I like, really. It's just if people happen to get into it, I try to be as inviting as I can, right? Because no no point in being a dick. Um, but also, as we've talked about on this show, we're also not about defanging stuff and making it uh, more presentable and attractive to the outsider. I think it should remain uh, exclusionary on some level just by its very nature. And I very much relate to the idea that it doesn't offer me anything personally, uh, the idea that more people may be attracted to this thing I like. I don't have any interest. I mean, it, it ties back into what I was talking about at the top of the show. I don't have any interest in making hardcore or punk commercially viable. It's not a thing that I, th that I have any aspirations to make money off of. I think that the minute that you begin uh, that, that the desire to, to make a living off of art enters into the equation, it becomes a different thing to hardcore and subculture. And again, I'm not decrying that. If that's a thing you want to do, more power to you. That's sick. Anything to get out of the, the sort of, uh, the, 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 the confines of the nine to five, I am all for, uh, but it, it does when, com when, when commercial interests become intertwined with the thing, it becomes a different thing from hardcore. So I'm, I don't give a fuck if bands can make a living touring. I don't give a fuck if more kids come into the scene and so we can sell more records. None of that man matters to me, and most of it is kind of antithetical to the things that I that I um, hold in like the most esteem and that I value the most about hardcore and punk and subculture. So yeah, I, I think that's a valid, a valid position that you hold. And I, I fundamentally agree with it. There you go. I don't even have that much of a thought about it. Yeah. I think I said my piece about it, but yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't get it, man. I, cause but I, I don't fucking get people, man. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Why the fuck do you want anybody to like, what do you need? Sure. What are you looking for? What do you need? Right. Right. <laughs> that you need yeah, validation yeah. that the things that you like are cool. Right. Well, maybe it's just the world around you that is terminally uncool. For sure, right? No doubt. Fuck it. Yeah. Okay. Let's uh, let's listen to uh, let's listen to our last two. We have the classic D. Smokey Johnson one call with all the meat on it, and then one afterthought that he forgot to to stick on that first call. So <laughs> yeah. What's up, fuckers? Uh, D. Smokey Johnson calling in with a quick little question for Nate. Um, Nate, I understand that you hate uh, hate breed, or at least dislike them. Don't enjoy listening to them. I also hate Hey Breed. You know, they are a fucking Ponzi scheme. Bro-ass fucking snapback flat bill type band. Uh, never been my shit. Never will be. That's not important, though. Nate, you do like some metalcore. I am also guilty of this crime. Um, I'm a big fan of the band Disembodied in terms of, uh, you know, heavier, moshy, breakdowny, ignorant bullshit. Uh, I feel like it's got, you know... A lot more balls and actual content in the music than uh, every band today that rips them off. Nate, what do you think about uh, Disembodied? Uh, the album with the gray cover with the little dude floating around to the left side. That's my favorite one. Don't know the fucking name. Names are hard to remember. Anyway, thanks. See ya. Which one is he talking about? Dia Blairi, perhaps? Oh, yeah, the first one? Yeah, I believe so. Maybe came out in, like, 97, yeah. 98, maybe? Yeah. Um, it's been a long-ass time since I listened to Disembodied. I think the last time I listened to Disembodied, it was in your car. Oh, yeah, yeah, that would make like sense. Like, your van. I, li I listened to Disembodied with some regularity. Yeah, I mean, it's good. Yeah. I think that around, 
it's not long after 97 when I kind of start to fall off a lot of metalcore. Sure, yeah. Um, it, but, it pivoted um, around then. It pivoted around there. Sure. But um, there is of a distinct style, you know. Yeah. Early catharsis. Right. Um, we've said before, uh, Day of Suffering, Day of, Day of Suffering sure. is fucking good. Very, very good. The, you know, the early victory fucking lineup. Yep. Like, stuff of that ilk. Sure, yeah. I'll hang with. Yeah. And if you can pull it off successfully and it's really good, I'll, I'll generally hang with. But once it takes a turn to the... Uh, decidedly more technical or more metal aspects of it i'm kind of out for sure i I think the thing about it that is so attractive to me and this the the reason that i jump off on the late 90s turn of the century metalcore stuff for most of it uh is that it gets really hyper polished yeah well Um, it gets exactly and and i think and i think again tying right back into something i was talking about at the beginning of the episode i think the the amateurism of a lot of that mid 90s metalcore stuff is a lot of what appeals to me about it and it to me makes it feel way more akin to punk and the punk and hardcore that i best prefer right that Mm -hmm. or that i most prefer because there's an amateurism there there is a punk and diy spirit the recordings sound bad the tones sound bad they can't quite play with the chops they they don't quite have the chops to play the riffs that they're writing right you know what i mean with rare exception there are some bands that are excel and we're just straight up great like dead guy or kiss it goodbye or Mm -hmm. something like that um and and that's a different thing altogether or botch or whatever coalesce but right but the new botch song is not. No, 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 no. Minus the botch. It's not good. Uh, but yeah, man, it's like, I, I think once that stuff, like, that's why I don't really fuck with, like, a, most of the Gothenburg inspired no. like, metalcore no, shit, no, no, like no. Undying and and uh, even like Prayer for Cleansing and stuff like that. It just gets like, it's just, it's it becomes too far. At that point, it just literally sounds like hardcore bands trying to play metal and not doing a good job at right. it. You know, just listen to metal. Yeah, just listen to at that point. Just listen to At the Gates. Listen to the two, maybe the the first two Darkest Hour records if you want to go that far. Right. Um. And and beyond that, it's just like I don't need I don't need guys in skinny jeans like doing their version of this. It's just not cool. No, we had the, we had almost this exact conversation in New Kensington. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Right with uh the the vocalist for your uh, spirit. Your, your spirit dies right who are doing that kind of like turn of the century metalcore and are doing a really really good job at it or a good band but definitely are representative of like the exact moment in time where i'm like i hop off of metalcore right you know yeah yeah for sure and, and he he like brought up ascension years of fire sure which i've ne- almost had nobody fucking mention just right. like organically sure. in conversation yeah and that's like one of my favorite yeah fucking metalcore releases of that era yeah for sure it's unbelievable so man. yeah i mean I, disembodied i'm sh- i like disembodied i know because they didn't tell gray to turn it off <laughs> sure yeah um but um you know yeah it's it's not something that i revisit i, I don't revisit as much as I, I i i like a lot of it i don't really revisit a lot of 90s metalcore that often i sure. can be in a mood yeah 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 for sure right yep um all right he has, he's got a little 20 second follow-up Oh, it's about age. Yeah, it is. He's starting some fucking shit. Also, uh, AJ, quit calling in and rambling about shit that you don't fucking understand. You're goddamn annoying. Uh, we No one wants to hear your fucking, ooh, kill yourself. Ooh, I went to a bar with my coworker. Ooh, 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 I'm edgy. Ooh. No one fucking cares. Shut the fuck up, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> a little, a little demo listen call in section beef. 
We've that's not the first time that's happened. No. It, so people have there have been other people who have taken swipes at AJ in the call-in section. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think a lot of people share that that general opinion about AJ's calls. But you know what? We're an open forum here. We're not cops. We've got some we got some basic rules that we have to adhere to just simply to maintain the integrity of our, our of our show and Beyond that, it's it's an open forum to, for people to call in and, and make fools of themselves if so they choose, and it's a it's a an open forum for people to express their grievances with that too. It's a, it's all good. Yeah. Uh, but your beef is your own, my friend. Uh, so here we go. We got a we got a long message from Joel. Uh, Joel, who I I know uh, in passing via the internet and stuff. Yo, it's Joel from Cincinnati. Growing up, I used to camp at tractor shows all over Indiana, such as Portland and Rushville, with my grandparents because my grandpa had antique machinery displays. I can understand why it would be weird from outside perspective now that you brought it up, because at these things, they used to have, quote, kids games, one of which was just adults throwing a bunch of change in a huge haystack and <laughs> yeah. making kids fight over fighting. Now that's what I'm fucking yeah, talking that, about. That actually rocks. Uh, my brother and I would womp some kids for as much money as we could and spend it at the flea market on whatever would freak out the Amish patrons the most, like fake cigarettes, fake guns, or bootleg red Yankees fitted hats to look like Fred Durst that the Haitians always sold. Maybe we should start throwing change on the floor at shows during shitty bands and make people fight for it to enhance the bad experience instead of standing outside with all the ci- with all the ciggers. Uh, that's, a, that's, a clo- <laughs> that's a close that, call. That's a close call, buddy. I, I don't know about that. I know you're trying to coin a term here, but I would I would rethink it. <laughs> we we talk about treading the line. But, yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> Just a thought. Also, John Deers are for pussies. Case slash international gang forever. There, there you, you go. go. A man with opinions about tracks. So I really like the fucking money in a haystack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's actually pretty sick. I have thought about. I'm not. I don't have the disposable wealth, mm-hmm. but it would be funny mm-hmm. to just bills, singles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Right. Yeah. Because like we used to throw change at hardcore shows. And yeah, obviously. That's an old. Yeah, that's an old gag. Old, right. Sure. Yeah. But just come out and just start fucking like throwing out handfuls of singles you could do like you know uh like 1989 batman joker style yeah who do you trust yeah money 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 yeah you know yeah <laughs> or like get like one of those like um the uh the the, the cash what is the cash booth where the wind blows oh, around sure yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. like four people in there. <laughs> yeah that'd be pretty cool yeah. i like that idea dude having a wind blowing cash booth at a parasitic twin shows is a thing that i, that I could get behind good. it would be pretty good to um, if you really had the fucking disposable income. Yeah. Right? Uh-huh. I mean, we ever strike it big. Sure. Talking grim skin big. Grim skin big, yeah. Right? Yeah, we yeah, ever yeah. get that fucking money, uh-huh. right? Thanks to some, uh, uh, I, I guess, uh, outsiders, mm-hmm. you know? Like, sure. Like we help him. Right, right. <laughs> sure. Go in with a fucking leaf blower, like a leaf shredder, and yeah. just fucking <laughs> just yeah, run dude. stacks of fucking bills through it. I'd love that. That's that's a great move. That's some K, th- th- yeah, that's some KLF you, shit. You know what has to happen for us to get that kind of money, right? We, got, was, we have to we have to become turnstile. Well, no, no, I was no the other other direction. I was thinking about this the other day. I was like, man, if if uh, if we ever got like big canceled, which we we don't do anything that's cancelable enough to get us there. Oh, but if, lean into it and grift. Well, I was gonna say you you immediately just like you know you guest on Tucker Carlson's show, right, right. you get signed to Ben Shapiro's right, right. production start, company, and then start, you just rake in the money. Start start fucking wee 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 wee. 
the liberal left yeah. cancel me. Yeah, wee, yeah, yeah, wee, yeah. Wee, and wee, then wee, help me, give me money on my GoFundMe. <laughs> yeah, yes, exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah. And then you start a Substack account where you can write your right wing grifty, grifting fucking like opinion pieces and shit. And then suddenly you're rich. Yeah. Then you become Jordan Peters Peterson crying about multiculturalism on his fucking like Twitch channel or whatever. <laughs> oh, the liberals are canceling. Honestly, me. like if Jeff Bezos came out, right? Yeah. All Vince McMahon style fucking Vince McMahon meme with fucking money. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? Like sure. just I don't know, on a building or something like that. Yeah. And just had a fucking like like wood chipper. Yeah. And then just coming out going, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then just fucking shoveling it into the wood chipper. <laughs> right. Yeah. And letting it fucking rain in the crowd below. Yeah. Kind of a Jeff Bezos fan. Yeah, for sure, man. It it, it takes just a little bit, man. I mean, I, it, you just that's my biggest problem with all these dumb motherfuckers, like these billionaires and shit, is they, they don't lean into being the heel, man. Lean into being the heel. Everybody hates you. Yeah, everybody hates you. Lean the fuck into it. Be a villain, man. Make it fun. Right. It's not fun for give, you to be give. like, no, I'm a good guy. I have a I have a nonprofit. Yeah. Be a fucking villain, right. dude. Right. Build a laser. Right. Do something I'm cool. gonna hate you no matter what. Absolutely. At least you do that and be like, all right. All right, that's pretty cool. <laughs> that's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And but the thing is, these guys aren't A, they're all insecure or fucking narcissists, and B, none of them are funny or witty enough to do it. Like Elon Musk kinda tries to do that. Like, oh, I, I made a flamethrower. Isn't that funny? He's too autistic to be fucking funny. Yeah. You know, he's just a fucking He's an F-A-G-G-O-T, if you ask me. <laughs> is that what he is? <laughs> what he I is. was going to say he's a boxy robot with a little man driving. <laughs> he's that, too. He is that, too. Um, all right, so we got one. Uh, uh, sup, guys. It's Chris from GoldenGuitarGods.com, a.k.a. Triple G himself. Just a huge fan and wanted to say, Hatebreed is a good band. Seen him at OzFest in 2007 and got backstage passes. They were doing shots of Jaeger with me and Frank, the guitar player, shoved a football up my ass while my bitch ex-wife got tagged by the road crew. Just real cool guys, hardworking in the metal community to show some respect. So show some respect, Nate. Oh, and Perseverance is the best record. R.I.P. Steve Gaines and Rusty Day. Take care. There we go. There you go. That's the final word from Chris at GoldenGuitarGods.com. Uh, we've got one here that says, fun fact, the Kiss song Going Blind is actually about how 93-year-old Gene Simmons' 16-year-old girlfriend listens to the cardiac. There we go. <laughs> there you go. Nice job. That's a very good callback. <laughs> very good callback. Uh, so here we got a, we got a follow up from Trey. I like Trey's maybe starting to use this section as just his like weekly blog. Um, dear diary, Trey again, I am writing from Sao Paulo, having just witnessed something astonishing. We are in Brazil to play a festival with a bunch of super duper metal bands and a few oddballs like ourselves, weed eater and a handful of others. Just prior to their set, we watched them consume almost two full bottles of Jim Beam and their drummer was eating Kratom like fun dip. Fast forward to a couple songs in and their guitar player experiences some mechanical difficulties. To stall, Dixie recited a couple stanzas from an antiquated toast dredged up from the dirty recesses of American pioneer folklore. He regaled the crowd in his gravely baritone as follows. The pioneers have hairy ears. They piss through leather britches. They wipe their ass on broken glass, those hardy sons of bitches. When booze is rare, they do not care. They take a shot of fitches. They fuck their wives with butcher knives, those dirty sons of bitches. <laughs> It was met with a mixed reception. This is all to say that Weed Eater is the only band of that ilk I can stomach anymore because those dudes are fucked. Despite craft beer culture co-opting that kind of thing for their own nefarious uses, Weed Eater are too genuinely fucked up to have it feel inauthentic. 
fucking great. Yeah. So there you go. A uh, report from the front lines of Brazil. Brazil, man, a lot of a lot of closed circles tonight. Yeah. And topically, you know right. what I mean? Right. Uh, so uh, there you go. Report from the front lines of Brazil. Weed eater, still real ones. I've seen them a few times. They're fucking good live, too. Yeah, Weed Eater's a sick fucking band. Um, so, okay, I'll do the end of show housekeeping stuff. If you want to subscribe to the Patreon, it's patreon.com slash podcast. Five bucks and up gets you access to everything that we do. We got a tape coming down the way. I actually just got an email from the boys uh, who are asking for our label, so, or our label logo so they can complete the uh, the tape layout. So we got one actually happening here. So if you subscribe at the $10 period, you're, uh, tier, you're going to get a tape, tape soon from us. I know it's been a minute, but... It's just hard for us to uh, snatch up bands that cooler, bigger labels haven't already snatched and up. And again, if the Grimskin mm-hmm. would have just kept his fucking we pants on, yeah, I would have just put happily. Yeah, I would have put out all of these fucking tapes, right? Man. All of these tapes, Happ- Happ- very happily, happily. But then you'd have some, you know, lefty fucking homos, yeah, that's putting right. your tapes out. Yeah, I don't know how you feel about that. Yeah, for sure, man. I've I've sucked the dick in my life. I don't think you'd like that very much, buddy. Uh, so yeah, if you want to subscribe to the Patreon, please do. We put up a free Patreon episode in lieu of a normal episode last week because we were on the road, and we did get a couple new Patreon subscribers. I'll shout you out at the, the top of the next episode. Not as many as I would. You know, I always think, oh, man, when we put, on, put out one of these free Patreon episodes, the money's just going to no. come rolling in. No. But uh, I guess uh, sometimes I think maybe we should just make our our – our broad tier one dollar because we have enough listeners that if all of our listeners just pitched in one dollar, we'd be doing great. You know yeah, what I mean? Sure. So maybe maybe I should rethink the format. Um, and I already told you how you could send music in. If you want to call in, it's two six zero two 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 eight three four one. Just keep your minute a minute a, keep your message a minute and a half or under. Or you can also shoot us a text if you would prefer to do that and are not confident in your ability to uh, employ brevity in your message. Uh, beyond that, thanks to everybody for uh, for tuning in and hanging with us, and we'll catch you on next week's episode.